Parshas Mishpatim, Ve'ela Mishpatim Ashatasim Lufneim. The Parsha starts off that these are the halachas, these are the laws that you should place in front of them. So what does this mean? Uh, this is what I want to discuss. So Rashi, Whenever the Torah uses the term Ela, these, it means it's, it's puzzling the ones that are earlier. The, the, meaning it's coming to say different and to change, to, to show a contrast to what was learned previously. But if the Pasuk says Ve'ela, like the Pasuk over here says, it means it's adding on to what we previously learned. Just like the first halachas that we learned are from Har Sinai, so too the halachas over here are also from Har Sinai. That's point number one. Point number two is Why do we have it that the parsha of Dinim is next to the parsha of the Mizbeach? To teach you. So you should put the Sanhedrin next to the Mikdash. Or some have the gears to hear next to them is Bach. So we already mentioned this Rashi last week. And we explained that the Pshat is because the Gemara says in Brachis that you would have a Havamino, that the concept of Dinim, the concept of laws, is just that to keep the peace between the neighbors and the neighborhood. It's not necessarily because it's Dinah Torah. It's not necessarily because it relates to mitzvahs. It's just the right thing to do as a civilized people to keep society going properly. So that's why we have Dinim. But it's not true. It's like the Gemara Kamash Malan. That that the dinim are also Torah. The dinim also have a a, a, a a din of Torah as well. Now, I want to get back to that in a little bit, but let's just go right to what Rashi says. Asher uh, 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 another another diuk in Rashi over here is obviously depending on the girsa, because some have the girsa shetasim sanhedrin etzalam mikdash, some have the girsa shetasim sanhedrin etzalam mezbeach. So we said over the Mara last week, the Gerarya explains that the in the base of Mikdash, a person is able to get, bring himself closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu by bringing Karbanis. And through Bezdin, a person can keep, Bezdin keeps people closer to each other. And we said that that's Gufa, the point of Bezdin. So one of the basic Bepharshim of Rashi is known as the Mincha Belula. And he's he's on this Diok, and he says that first we started off talking about the Mizbeach, we ended up talking about the base of Mikdash. So he says like this, he says, to teach you even at a time where there won't be a mizbeach in Golos, Sanhedrin will take the place, the Bethan will take the place of the Makam Mikdash. He doesn't say Sanhedrin, but he's referring to the Mikdash Ma'at, a base Knesses, a base Medrash, a place where Torah is being learned, and, you know, so, and he says, that there should be a, a, a fear of Shemaim on us from in these places as well. Like the Gemara says in Brachis, on Davches, that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that the only thing that still exists, that's still left over from the Beis HaMikdash, is these Dalar Amashal Halacha, which we spoke many times already, that in these Dalar Amashal Halacha, there's no Churban. And it's interesting, Rabbi Zechover speaks out in, in, in one of his drushes that the Beis HaMikdash, the Iker Hashras HaShchina, this is definitely true in the second Beis HaMikdash, this already says in Chazal, that the Iker Hashras HaShchina in the second Beis HaMikdash was the, because of the Torah. In, in a certain life, in the second Beis HaMikdash, this was even even more than in the first Beis HaMikdash. But as we spoke last week, that the Sanhedrin, the Sanhedrin Agadol, would sit in the Lishkas HaGazes, Umisham Yeite Torah Yisrael, like the Pasuk says, Kimitei Teisei Tzara Okay. 
That's number one. Rashi goes right there and says, Hashatasim l'fneim, Omala HaKadosh Baruch Hu l'mayshe. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Moshe like this, Loi tal al datcha loimar, eshna lehem aperk v'alocha bezikim apamim, adja tehei sedura b'fim kimishnosa. He says, don't think, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Moshe, don't think that you could teach them the parak or the halacha two or three times until they're going to know it. And then I'm going to have to be matriach myself to understand what you're talking about. Therefore, the Pasuk says that you should present it in front of them. You should place it in front of them. Why? Like, like a table that's set and you come ready to the meal, ready to eat. Ready to eat. So, w- w- what does this mean? What does this got to do with anything? So, last week we said a pshat, we spoke about it a little bit. But, um, you know, when you come to, the beauty of coming to a chasana, the beauty of going to a smorgasbord, is that you don't have to wait to the waiter to bring you the food. You walk over to the food and you get what you need to eat. It's Sidur Lafono. So, Kashmir was telling Maishra Abenu over here, he says, he says, you should also explain it to them. Don't say that you'll just be miramis to them different things. And by being miramis to them, you'll expect them to understand the rest of it on, on their own. Sagrada is so interesting, because the Mishnah Chagigo says that there's certain parts of the Torah, Maisa Bracious, Maisa Markova, very esoteric topics, where you're not supposed to go into detail, and your Taka only supposed to teach Rashi Prakim. So because there's certain, there have been parts of the Torah, more there have been parts of the Torah, if you can even use that term, Right, where Chazal are very careful how it's being taught that it should be taught properly. Right, so over there it says that a person that, that a person can't learn it in detail. A person could only teach it with Rashi Prakim. Like the basics, give him a bunch of bullet points, and the rest will have to figure out on his own. He says, "Don't think it's like that. It's specific in that in those specific sugis of Maisabrachus Maisamakava, but not everywhere else. And everywhere else, the Rebbe has to be mafarish, has to explain what's what's going on." Hashanah tells too quickly the Gemara says in Sanhedrin that other Mauritian was created on Erev Shabbos that he should be able to go into the Suda right away the Suda Shabbos the Yom Shabbos Bichlal Yishteitin Kadmonim that if other Mauritian would have waited to Shabbos to eat from the Eitz Hadas it wouldn't have been a Chet just that he ate before the proper time whatever that's supposed to mean and Akash Baruch Hu tells him you should have a mind that you shouldn't mess up you shouldn't you know, follow the rules that I'm telling you. So the point of Mishpatim is that we shouldn't be mechalkal. Because as the parasha continues, Kisik Ivri, right? What happens is the the first dinam that the Torah the Torah is talking about is about somebody who messed up. Is about somebody who gets sold as an Evid Ivri. Why does a person get sold as an Evid Ivri? Because he stole. He stole and he doesn't have the money to pay back. Right? But with this we could also explain what Rashi says earlier that the Sanhedrin should be by the base Mikdash. Because a person it says in the same Gemara in Sanhedrin over there that Adam Imakum that Akash Baruch was Tsaiver Afra from all over the world, but the Rambam brings in Hilchus Beis Abachira and really comes from a Gemara that Adam Imakum Kaparasing Nivra, a person was created in the spot of his Kapara, meaning Avar Atavel Avar Tashuv, that you were created with a specific kind of dirt. It wasn't just Stam dirt, Avar Atavel Avar Tashuv. You were created with the dirt. From the Makam Amikdash, and you will return to. And when a person's chayte, he needs a kapara, so he'll go back to that Makam to be able to to correct that. 
which goes hand in hand with what the Marsha says in Marcus about your miklot and about you know that that a person running away. That the, the the Gemara says that wherever other Marishan was created with the earth from all around the world. The reason is because if he would if he would if he were to die in a specific place, the earth might say, "I don't want to be makabel him. He's not mine. He's not you know." Uh, he's not that nation. He's not that nationality. He doesn't want to accept him. So Kashmir took him from all over the world. So anywhere where a person dies, he could get buried there because it's his nationality. Ashaykes to that. So the Marsha says that's why people like to travel around, right? But a person's chayte because that brings him closer. When he does tshuva, it brings him closer to his shayrish of where he of where he's originally coming from. So what I want to do tonight is I want to go through a gemara with a couple of ha'aris and 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 discuss it a little bit. We have a Gemara in Erev and Daphne and Daladam and Beis. And there's a couple of basic Ka'aras that we'll, that, we'll, that we'll discuss. Tanu Rabbanon. Zakti Gemara. Again, it's Erev and Daladam and Beis. Ketzat Seder Mishnah. What was the Seder of how Moshe Rabbeinu taught Klal Yisrael? How did it work? You know, was there a set time? You know, did they go to a certain Shia room? Like, what did they do? What happened? What happened when Moshe Rabbeinu was talking to Klal Yisrael? So Moshe Lamad Mipi HaGvurah. So Moshe would learn from Akash Baruch Hu Nichnas Aaron, and then Aaron would come in after Moshe was after Akash Baruch Hu finishes talking to Moshe. V'shanu le Moshe Perkai, and Moshe teaches him whatever Akash Baruch Hu tells him. Nistalik Aaron v'yashav l'small Moshe. So Aaron goes and he sits on the left side of Moshe. So Aaron's sitting on the left. Moshe is sitting on the right. The Gemara has a whole to do about why it's the right, why it's the left, why Aaron this side, why Moshe that side. I'm not going to get into that now. <laughs> Rashi says. Like the Pasuk says in Yeshaya, that a person should see his Rebbe when he's learning, or even not when he's learning, which is Bechlal. People make a big ace out of this, but I see them to make a big ace out of this. Um, people make Gedolim pictures because of this. this. This became a very popular concept. The question is what it means exactly, but you know, we're not going to get into that now either. But. So again, Mishnah, Rashi brings a Gemara Chul and says that a Mahalich Limin Rabbi Harezebur, that a person who who goes on the right side of his Rebbe, and and by that making the Rebbe be, be on the left, see he's a fool. And Rashi says culture can in yeshiva, and certainly you have to be more careful about this when it comes to setting. You know how to be massaged the seating, the seating arrangements. It's interesting because uh, I was thinking like this. You know our Meisters Hatayra. Our Batim Adrashim were called yeshivas. And I'm chayshish that a, a little bit maybe because yeshivas don't just teach Torah, they don't just teach about the mitzvahs, they don't just teach Bidus Torah. There's a focus on Kavada Torah. And we see from the Rashi over here, the Rashi says that in yeshiva, you have to be more makbid on Kavada Torah. Okay, so after Aaron sits on the left side of Maisha, then Aaron's children come in and teach them, and, and Maisha teaches them again. Nistalkubanov. Then after after Maisha finishes teaching them, his children leave. Elazar Yoshev Limin Maisha. Elazar Aaron's son sits on the right side of Maisha. Isamar Lismal Aaron, and Isamar sits on the left side of Aaron. So going from left to right, it would be Isamar, Aaron, Maisha, and Elazar. Okay. Why Pirkan? So Pirkan means that specific lima that they were learning at that time. Um a parak over here refers to whatever Hakadosh Baruch Hu was teaching them. 
not a specific parak of Gemara, a specific parak of Mishnais, but the Ben Yoyada brings a Gemara in Psachim that says that the Nevi'im or Masak and Halal Shu Emre Maisel called parak or parak on any specific time or situation. But so that's that. So Nastalku Bonov Elazar Yashav Li Min Maishev Isamar Lusmal Arm. Rabbi Yehuda Imer, Rabbi Yehuda says, La Olam Aaron Limin Maisha Chayzer. Aaron always sat on the right side of Maisha. Okay, the Gemara goes again. The Gemara goes through this. The Gemara explains why it's important to know who sat where, and the Gemara deals with that. The Gemara goes back to this Machlekes Rabbi Yehuda and Tanakama. Fine, but we're not going to get into that now. Nichnas who is Kenim after Elazar and Isamar sat down, this Kenim came in. Mishan Lehem Perkon, Nistalku as Kenim and Nichnas who Kala Amishan Lehem Perkon. After the, after Moshe Rabbeinu teaches, after that, this Canaan come in, they sit down, Moshe Rabbeinu teaches them. This Canaan get up and they leave. And then all of Kal Yisrael comes to hear what Moshe has to say, and Moshe repeats it again. So the Masha says that it's Mephorshah in the Pasuk. Vayal that on the way up to Matan Torah, this was the order. It was a ranking order. It wasn't random. It was, it was Altstot Metacheshven. Moshe was first, Aaron was second, Nadav and Aviu, right? And then Shiv Mizik and Israel. Just point out, Nadav and Aviu are not here at this point because they they were they were Bekrevaya Kadesh. They passed away in the in the Mishkan for whatever that was that story was about, you know, the many, many time in Chazal about what happened to them, but obviously Allah's Rani Summer, the remaining children of Aaron, they took that over. You'll ask where Moshe Rabbeinu's children are, they're not part of the equation over here. But it had an interesting ha'ara because you have Elazar is Aaron's son and Eliezer is Moshe's son. But he's not, he, they don't play a role here. Um, it's quite interesting what was mentioned um, in, in Parshas Yisrael. It says, Shem ha'echad, ger shem shem ha'echad Eliezer. So how could you say Shem ha'echad Eliezer? He's not the first one, he's the second one. So the, the Rabbin B'chai brings from Chazal that he was echad, he was meyuchad. And he's referring to that the Medrash says that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shemaim to be Mechabal to Torah. He hears that Kaddish Baruch Hu learning and he says, Eliezer Bini Oimer Para Bashana, you know, Egel Bashana Para Bashtayim. See, he says to Kaddish Baruch Hu, what's this? See, he says, this is the Para Aduma Halavai Shiyetis Yemechalotzai. That when Moshe Rabbeinu comes up to Shemaim to be Mechabal to Torah, he hears that Kaddish Baruch Hu reciting the first mission in Mesech to Para. And he says, Eliezer Bini, Eliezer, my son, Rebbe Lezben Horkinus, says that the Parah Adumah needs to be this age, that age, or the other age. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, Halavai, that this person, this Rebbe Eliezer, should be from my descendants. And the Pshan that is because Moshe Rabbeinu had to do whatever was in his, whatever he was capable of doing in order to be matil Klal Yisrael and to save Klal Yisrael from the Egel. And we know that the Parah Adumah is Mechaper for the Egel. So that's why Moshe Rabbeinu very much wanted that Rebbe Eliezer should be from his descendants to be able to be mounted Klal Yisrael, which is a whole separate shmuz in and of itself. Anyways, so what hap- So again, the seder, the seder dvarim is like this: Nimtu zaktin gemara biad Aaron arba. Aaron heard it four times. Biad ban of shloisha. Aaron's children heard it three times. Heard the dvar Hashem from Moshe Rabbeinu three times. Biad has kainim shnayim. This kainim heard it twice. Biad kolam echad and. The rest of Klal Yisrael heard it once. So, Moshe Rabbeinu says everything four times. Aaron hears it four times. The children of Aaron hear it three times. This Canaan hear it twice. And everybody hears it only once. Nostalic Moshe. 
So then Moshe would leave. And then Aaron would repeat and explain it the way he understood it to everyone that was there. Aaron leaves and his children, Allah's Rani Samar, re-explain everything that was taught until now. And then after the children of Aaron left, then these Canaan went and explained everything all over again. So everyone learned everything four times because Aaron told it, Aaron heard it four times from Moshe and his children three times and like we explained. Over here, Rebeleza says, from this we see Rebeleza says Aloha. It's interesting, this is Rebeleza who we were talking about before. A person is to teach us Talmidim four times. So Gemara makes a Kavach Chaim, the Gemara says like this, Aaron learned from Moshe, Moshe learned directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he learned it four times. So when a Hedyet learned from another Hedyet, Alachas Kam Vakama. When, when one Hedyet is learning from another Hedyet, so then certainly you need to learn it at least four times. Right, so they say there's four lines of Rashi on the top of the page. Vaisichnit, I don't know if that's the real reason or not. That's probably from the printer, as we know that the the, the printers, the, there was a lot of Siyat HaDashmaya that came, there's a lot of Siyat HaDashmaya that, that came after the Gemaras were printed, how everything stems in the, in the Gemara, but that's different schmooze. But I'll call him that Mikan, a person's Mechuyev, to teach his Talmudim at least uh, four times. as a Kabbal Chaymer from Aaron. So here comes the famous Yavitz, the Yavitz in the back of the Gemara. He says, Nira, Shahinu Dafka, be a Mayam, Shulem, Nimbalpeh. See, the Yavit says that seems that it's Dafka in those days when they learned everything Balpeh. Today, we learn from Svarim, so we're not, not going to forget as quickly because everything's written down. Or even if we forget, we could always relearn it much faster. In those days, nothing was written down, so if they would forget it, it would be lost forever. What's, again, what's a Kavachimer? Aaron was a person who was a great Chacham and he's able to understand. He learned from Moshe. That Moshe learned from Pehagvura. They were Nevi'im, you have to understand they were Nevi'im, right? And the clearest understanding that a person in this world was ever able to be Masig was Moshe Rabbeinu Sasoga, like the Gemara says, Baspaklarya Hameira, the highest level of Nevuah that anybody was ever Masig, without any kind of confusion, without any kind of Mechitza, without any Sveikis, without any kind of thing, Pel Pehadabar boy. It was very clear. Everything was perfectly crystal clear to what Moshe Rabbeinu was learning. And the second most clear person understanding was Aaron. But Aaron still had to get everything four times. So if Aaron had to get everything four times, Okay. Rabbi Kiva says no. Rabbi Kiva says that a person is to teach his Talmudim until the Talmud understands. Like the Pasuk says, Yisrael, you should teach Klal Yisrael. Right, that's the Pasuk in, in, um, in uh, Hazinu over there about writing in Sefer Torah. That you should teach Klal Yisrael until they understand. So, it's Mashma. So, Marshall goes through this. There's an Ishtigal Nidin over here to see if Rabbi Lez Rabbi Kiva are actually arguing over here or not. Because Rebbe Lezer, it's it would seem like this. Rebbe Lezer would hold 
that a person is mechuyiv to teach his Talmudim, a Rebbe is mechuyiv to teach his Talmudim four times, even if he understands. And Rebbe Kiva says that a person is only mechuyiv to teach a person until he understands. If he gets it the first time, he doesn't have to repeat it again. He doesn't have to repeat it to him again. Okay? Find that to that. And how do you know that when you teach your Talmudim that it has to be Sudura Bifiyam, that they're able to recite it properly? That they should, you know, they should say without making any mistakes. Like the Pasuk says over there by Vyatza Kisal Hemisashira Hazois, right? And what does it say over there? The Lamdas Bina Yisrael, right? Sima Bifiyam, that should be placed in their mouth. It should be placed in their mouth that they'll be able to say it without making any mistakes, it will flow from their mouths properly. So the Marsha says that it's possible that even after the Rebbe teaches the Talmud properly, could be understands the concepts, but the text he doesn't have well. Or maybe sometimes he'll have the text, but he doesn't understand the oymik of what he's talking about properly. So that's why you need to say both. And the Marsha says, therefore the Pasuk says, you have to place it in their mouth. That the, that the Torah that they're learning needs to be clear and needs to be un, without any flaws, without any mistakes when they're saying it. It's something that they're fluent in. And they don't need to, they wouldn't need to check it up in a safer. That's what the Marshal says. So I was wondering if this is, a, if he's being chaylik on the eye, if it's davka or lav davka. But I mean, here's the last nakuda from the Gemara. This is what I want to focus on, Be'ikar. How do you know that a Rebbe is mechuyiv to be mara punim to the Talmud? Because the Pesach says, these are the halachas that you should place in front of them. Rashi says, to give him, to teach him, and he should be able to have an understanding to the best of the Rebbe's ability, to the best, to the best of the Talmud's ability, <coughs> and the Rebbe shouldn't say, oh, this is how I heard it, you go figure out the Talmud on your own. He's like, listen, I don't know, but you could go figure it out, I'm sure you'll get a clear. It's very schwach. A Rebbe has to go out of his way to simplify and explain everything to his Talmudim until the Talmudim understand it properly 100%. So Semes, Gratis has an interesting pshat. He says more pashat. He says that pshat the person's learning. He should be marapanim. That he should be able to see the rebbe's face, like we said before. Right, like we find that Aaron and the, his children and his kain were sitting in front of Meishah to be able to see his face. Right, there is an imic to that, which I want to get to soon, but I'll, I'll, I'll speak it out a little bit now also. That there's an akuda here that the Gemara says in Brachas. That the shimush that a person does to Talmud Chachamim is a lot greater than learning Torah. I we always learned that learning Torah is the greatest thing. Yeah, it's true. This is the greatest level of learning Torah. Yeah, you know, Baruch to 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 talking with people here that you know that were zaychet to tremendous shimush Chachamim. The Mikud is like this. The Marsha, I'm sorry, the Maral in 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 Dar in Ovis. In the Mishnah of the Memchas Kenyan Shatarniknas Behem, one of the Mishimish Chachamim. So he says this very bekitzer. He's not. It doesn't elaborate on it, but this, this this is the gist of what he's saying. He says that when a person learns Torah from a Rebbe, and he his Rebbe is only for this year, he comes for the lecture, he leaves. 
He doesn't have a shaykhist to the Rebbe, the Rebbe doesn't have a shaykhist to him. He imparts his wisdom, he leaves Zayi Gezunt. The Nekud of a Rebbe is that you have to watch the Rebbe. The Rebbe is a serious Rebbe Hashem. You'll learn Avas Atar from a Rebbe. You'll learn Yerushimayim from a Rebbe. You'll learn Avas Yisrael from a Rebbe. You'll learn Derech Eretz from a Rebbe. You'll learn Hanhogis. You'll learn Midas Tevis from a Rebbe. By just hearing a lecture, you just need to go to the store and buy a tape. You don't need to go, go to the Shia. Why do you need to go to the Shia for? Because you can pick up from the, from the facial expressions, from the movements, from the... There's a certain derhoibenkeit, if we use that term. When you're watching a Rebbe in real time, being active during a shear, because you're connecting to the entirety of the Rebbe, and it goes and 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 we'll take it a step further. It's not just that you ha- that that you you're just you get the nuances of the lumbus of the shear. You know when you're watching the Rebbe, but even when when the Rebbe's not in shear, when the Rebbe's on vacation, when the Rebbe's sitting and reading a newspaper, when the Rebbe's you talk about current events, you'll see what his approach is. You'll under, you'll get an appreciation. You'll start understanding his appreciation of the world. That's much more about being marilla upon him, which we'll get into, which we'll get a little more into in a, in, in, in a short while. So I just want to go through the Ramam says in Hilchus Talmud Teiro, Perak Dalat Halacha Dalat Azoi. Harav Shalomat Velehevino Atalmidim. The Rabbi gave a shir that Talmidim didn't understand. Lo Yechais Aleim. He should not get angry at them beirgas and get upset. He chazers and he repeats again until they understand the Oymek HaAlocha. And the Medayik, why does Ramam say that they have to understand the Oymek HaAlocha? Well, the Pshad is like we said before. The, the Rashi says, like Rashi said in the beginning of the parasha, that, you know, go figure it out on your own, right? Maybe I know the Din. Maybe I know the Halocha. But there's a certain Oymek din that I that I want to hear from the Rebbe also. on the Talmud's end, he shouldn't say, I understood, and he didn't really understand. He should go back and ask the Rebbe again many times. If the Rebbe gets upset, why he keeps on coming back to him? He should tell the Rebbe, He should tell the Rebbe, listen, I'm stupid, I'm dumb, it doesn't go into my head, and you need to be patient with me. Right? If the Rebbe's patient with him, he'll get somewhere. Yeah? So I saw how are in the, on, on the Raman like this. The Gemara and Erevin doesn't go through anything about Kas. Everything else is mentioned in the Gemara. So what's Pshat in the Kas over here? Right? What's Pshat the Raman says that the Rebbe shouldn't get angry. And it's true. It's a Mishnah. You know, le, le, you know, like Captain Lomate, right? Um, and there's other Gemaras that talk about how Rebbe can't get angry at the Talmudim. So what's a Pshat over here? So if the pshat is that we're going to learn it out from Rav Preda, which is, you know, following this Gemara and Erevin, Rav Preda had a Talmud that he needed to teach him everything 400 times. And if he didn't, you know, and every single thing was 400 times. One day, you know, he said that, you know, he wasn't focused. So Rav Preda taught it to him another 400 times. So Baskel came up from Shemayim and asked him, do you want to... Um, do you want to live 400 years? Do you want your whole, 400 more years? Do you want your whole door to be Zeichat el So he said, I want my whole door to be Zeichat el So the Baskel said, because you were so concerned about your whole generation that you wanted all them to have el you'll get 400 years and you'll get el Your whole generation will get el as well. The question is, you know, why did the Baskel come out just for the 
for Rav Prezer, not the Talmud. The Talmud also had to sit to sit through Rav Prezer's explanation another four hundred times why he doesn't get an ischar. So he said allegedly. I actually think I saw printed one of his sons' farm that the Baskel didn't want to have to come out four hundred times because everything the Talmud needed to hear was four hundred times. Yeah, but I saw a shot like this in a sefer called Ben Yedid. It says like this: the Rambam is explaining that the Rambam is explaining from this Nakuda of the Gemara. That the Gemara says that So when you're being maraponim to somebody, meaning you're showing pleasure in the in, in the fact that the other person's here, so you can't get angry at them. So it's it's the it's nechlal. It's included in in this halacha. That you can't get angry with him, even if he asks many, many times. So he says, you'll tell me, oh, you want to bring me a ride from Rav Preda? He said, Rav Preda was a special type of chassid. He was mamish lefinim, 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 sure sadin. You know, you can't bring me a ride from him. Right? But, other than that, the Gemara doesn't mention anything. But, in this And brings the mechilta, which Rashi brings part of it. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, why does it say Vela Mishpatim? Lufishu Omer Dabra B'nai Yisrael V'amarta Aleim. It says, Dabra B'nai Yisrael, you should speak to B'nai Yisrael, V'amarta Aleim, you should say to them, Shana V'shilish V'rova, Atshi Yilmadu. So Moshe had to repeat it to them a second, third, and fourth time until they would learn it. Shanema V'lamdas B'nai Yisrael. That's just about the same as what our Gemara says. Yochelam You would think that they would be able to, that if it would be good enough just if they would be able to learn it. And they wouldn't be able to repeat it, meaning they wouldn't they wouldn't be fluent with the lashon of the Torah that they were learning. Talmud loymar sima befiem zakta pasuk. They need to be fluent in what they're saying also. Or maybe they should be fluent in what they're saying, but they have no idea what they're talking about. Like unfortunately, there are people that they think that that's how you're supposed to learn by reading, 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 and not understanding anything. Talmud loymar ve'elamish batim. That's what the pasuk says ve'elamish batim. Arucham lefinayim kesholchan aruch. Spread it out in front of them. Like a shulchan aruch, like a set table, shenemar ata haraisalatas, because the pasuk says that I showed you so that you can know, meaning that Hashem made everything spread out in front of us, easy for us to be able to understand, to be able to learn. So, if, if this is true, since since you're mechuyev to teach him until he's able to understand the oimek halacha, so then then mechatesi it's mutter to get angry at him. So it's lecharetz mechuyev min hadin of laharis lepanim. So I think that the oimek of laharis lepanim over here is the following: the svarim bring that what it means over here is laharis lepanim is that we know that when Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave the Torah to Moshe Rabbeinu by Har Sinai, it was the it was the greatest gilu that ever happened in the world, and lechera. Lechayra, it's the greatest thing that ever happened. Now, the Torah is broken into is is broken up into four sections: There's pshat, remez, drush, and Said. Four levels of understanding the Torah. Yeah, so that's the you know can, and, and and they explain connect that these are the four times that Moshe Rabbeinu had to repeat it. Each one was in a different one of these mahalachim of pshat, remez, drush, and Said. I don't want to get into this. It's but I, I do want to say an akut over here. When we say that the Rebbe is mechuyiv laharis leiponim. That means, it means, I want to break it down into three things. The Rebbe has to show the Talmud that there's panemius in the Torah, and that there's a panemius in the Rebbe, 
right? Like we said before, the Gedele Shemush Yosem and Limud that a Rebbe has to welcome the Talmud into his life and show him that there's a Pneumius, that there's something more than what meets the eye in, in the Torah, that he's in the Torah and in the lifestyle that the Rebbe's leading. And also, that the Rebbe has to show the Talmud, that the Talmud himself has Pneumius. So there's Pneumius in the Torah itself. There's a Pneumius in the Rebbe, and there's a Pneumius in the Talmud also. And we know the Gemara Nadarim says, that really after the Egel HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't want to give the Torah to Kal Yisrael, he said they're, they're, they're not really to have the Torah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'll give it to you, Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe Rabbeinu, Noag, B'tavaz Eina, V'nastali Yisrael. And Moshe Rabbeinu, because he loved Kal Yisrael so much, it was B'tavaz Eina because of his generosity, and because of his good eye, and because of how, because he saw only the good in people, he really wanted to give the Torah to and that's the Torah that we have it today. It's from the Tevis Ayin of, of uh, Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, interesting, we spoke about Rabbi Lezer before. Rabbi Lezer is the one that says, you know, Ayin Tev in, in Pirkei Ovis. So, I want to explain it this way. Shtetan Chazal is tackled by Reitz Alma. HaKash created the world by looking in the Torah. We said before, Rashi says, the Vav is coming to add on to the previous halachas. And we said before that that just like the previous halachas were mentioned in Harsinai, so to these halachas were mentioned by Harsinai, like the Gemara says in Brachas, that I would think that dinim are dina shlama bi'almahu, that the point of dinim is just to make peace between the the, the, the people in, in the society. So the Gemara comes to teach us that the dinam are also Torah. And L'chair, this is the Milo of Talmud Chacham. Because we say, it's a Gemara, we say it in Davening also, Talmidei Chachamim Marbam Shalom Ba'olam. Talmidei Chachamim, they, they're Marbam, they, there's a Reboi, they, they create a tremendous amount of peace in the world. Everything that they do, they go and they create more and more Shalom in the Velt. So you'll say, how could that be? Right, they're always arguing, right? There's two Jews, three opinions, right? So what does it mean? The Talmidei Chachamim, Talmudic Chachamim are the most opinionated people that you'll find. And yet, at the same time, they're Marbim Shalom Ba'ilam. They make peace in the world. Pshad is because, like Umar says in Kedushan, that there's a, uh, there's a father that, that's arguing with his son, V'haravis Talmudic, in the beginning, it looks like they hate each other. And at the end, they love each other. They sincerely love each other. We're just arguing. It's like it's in learning. As we say all the time, the Gemara says, Elu ve'elu, the Gemara says in a few places, Elu ve'elu Both of them are, are the words of Hashem. No one's better than this one, and no one's better than that one. Be'shamai holds his chayv, and Be'shil holds his pater. It's perfectly fine. It's Elu ve'elu Now we have to know what Talach is sometimes. Fine, so we'll figure it out. Right? Um, but, but, that's the, that's the Pshat in, in Tamarichom and Marbim Shalom I want to be omit on something very interesting. That the Mechilta ends off over here, Rabbi Kiva ends off in the, in the Shtikl in the Mechilta, he says that Ve'ela Mishpatim, Talmud Lema Ve'ela Mishpatim, Orchom Lefenem Keshulchan Aruch, spread it out in front of them like a table that said everything laid out perfectly. The Pasuk says, Now we know what the Pasuk is. We know what the Pasuk of Atar Reis is talking about. By Matan Torah, the Pasuk says, Atar Reis Saladas, Kashem Wale Kim Einoid Mulvadai. Rashi says over there that a Kajbarhu, 
Pasach lahem shiva rikiyim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu opened the seven skies for them. Ukeshem shakaras al yainim kachkaras atachtainim. The same way he opened up the seven rikiyim, he opened up all the al yainim. He opened up all the tachtainim, and they all saw one hundred percent clarity that there was einid malvadoi. So, what I want to, the way I want to understand this now, can feel what we explained before, is that the point of the Rebbe is to show the Talmud, A, that there's a Pneumius in the Torah, and B, the Talmud could have a Shaykhist to this Pneumius. And by the Rebbe welcoming this Talmud into his Pneumius, then all these three Pneumiuses can connect, right? And that's a Pshad, Asher Tassim Lufnehem, into their Pneumius, Asher Tassim Lufnehem, should put it into their Pneumius. But the Nakud is like this, that the Pneumius HaTorah, that was being this gala to them by Matan Torah was that they saw the entirety, they, they saw the entirety and they understood with perfect clarity that it's tackled by Raiz of Bara Alma. They were able to look in the world and in the physical world and they were able to see where exactly and how exactly Akash Borku created the world. Meaning they saw a tree and they understood the Oymak HaTorah of of where Hakadosh Baruch Hu was Bara Alma from the Torah, they they saw the Torah. They were able to see the tree. They saw the tree. They were able to see the Torah. It worked both ways. That's the that's the premise over here. And where do I get this from? It comes from a Gemara. Because the Gemara says in Chagiga like this. The Gemara says that there's a mitzvah of Ria, that a person has to go to the base of Mikdash. Shalosh Pam Bashan Yira calls the Chochus Right, a person has to go to the base of Mikdash three times a year for Pesach Shavuos and Sukkot. And it says, Yira Yeroe, the same way you have to be seen, the same way you have to be seen there, you have to see there, right? Suma Bachsam, Ain of his Patim and Ariya. Person who's blind in one eye, his Patim from Ariya because he can't see properly, right? Yushalmi Chagigi says that a Shaita is Patim from Ariya. A fool, a person who doesn't have Das, is Patim from Ariya. Shenemar, because the Pasuk says, Atta Haraisal Das. I actually wasn't sure. I didn't check up to Yushalmi, but I don't think it says Shenemar. But it says, because it's Atta Haraisal Das, right? If there's no das, then you can't. Das means a connection. A person can't connect to the base of Mikdash properly if he doesn't have the basic knowledge. A person who has das as if the base of Mikdash was created in his day, it was built in his days. Doesn't mean that the, you know, but if you're that we're talking about Torah. The only thing that's left over from the from the Chum is the Torah. That's all that we have left. So a person who has Das, that means that he's being Isaac B'Torah. So it makes perfect sense that it's Kilun Nivna B'Samikdash B'Yamav. And that's what we start off with Rashi, that the Mizbeach, that the Sanhedrin should be Eitzel HaMikdash, because we're still keeping that alive today. And a person also has this Koyach of incorporating this Das within him, because a per, the the tackles of the Torah is that a person should be Makar Akash Baruch Hu. That's the point of why Akash Baruch Hu created the Torah in this Eifin of Estakal Barayi Tzabaramah. That by looking at the world will come to Avas Hashem. By looking at the Torah will come to Avas Hashem. It's different levels. It's not the same way, but it's two means to come to the same idea. And that's the Pshat in Gedele Shemusha Yisimulimuda. Because it's not the pshat that he's just seeing the Rebbe, he's just getting the knowledge of the Torah from the Rebbe, but he's connecting to the whole surah of the Rebbe, he's connecting to the whole kaima of the Rebbe, with all the different movements. And that's the pshat in, in why we're saying that Kishol Chana Aruch Lufnehem, the, it's, 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 
you know, when when a person goes to smorgasbord, you know, they're not hiding anything under the tablecloth. They're not hiding anything under the table. Maybe they are, but the point is that they're not telling you that there's anything else there. Everything that they needed to see, everything that they needed to know was there in Shas Mount Torah. So that's so that's what's going on. Um, and 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 the pshat is that vav meisaf alinian rishon. What's pshat in the vav? Because vav is six. Six is 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 all the is the four directions of the world lamaila lamata. And they were able to see all that, and they're able to see that with a ganze klarkeit. They were on the madregas hanavua by matan tyro on a tremendous level, right? And that's the pshat. And 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 that's a pshat in Lashat that it should go into the premius like the Medrash says, Rishash Hashem Yisrael Anoichi Nitket Talmud Torah Belivam. That when Kal Yisrael heard Anoichi Hashem Alekecha, the Torah was planted in their hearts. It wasn't just the Torah; it was the Avas Torah, was the whole everything that comes with it, the Kavod Torah. And when they heard, when Kal Yisrael heard Layelacha, it was Parachav Yisrael Mehem. You know, they it gathered the Yitzhar from within them. I just want to end up with, with just a line from the Alkot, a line from the Medrash. Pasuk says in, in Bishalach, Hashem Ishmael Chama Hashem Shemoy. Lama Namar. Why does it say this? That Hashem Ishmael Chama Hashem Shemoy. Lefisha Nigla Aleyam Alayam Ki Gibor Oysa They saw the Gili Shechina by Kriyas Yamsov was like a, a, a warrior, like a Gibor Oysa Molchama, making a war. Shenamar Hashem Ishmael Chama. But by Sinai, Nigla Aleyam Besinai Kezokin Malirachimim. But when Hashem appeared to them at Sinai, He appeared to them as an old, as an older, elderly person, Mali Rachimim, extending himself to, to, to you know, like almost like with a varmkite to show them the varmkite of Torah, to show them the gishmak and Torah, and that's really the pshat kishol from Aruch Lefneim. Not that oh, you go figure it out. He's an older person who has patience to patience to deal to explain it with them, to to explain it to them until they understand it properly. Like like Rashi brings the beginning of the parasha that. That don't just tell them to rush a program and oh go figure it out on your own. You have to be like a zokein malirachemim. That when you're malirachemim, you're gonna you're gonna have endless patience to deal with it until a person is able to fully understand it. He wrote something that we should be able to fully understand and comprehend all the terror that we're learning. Shkoyach. All right. We'll be in touch. Yep.